Hey, I'm Stacy. And I'm Casey. And this is the Self Care Project Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness and how it works into our lives as busy professionals, moms, and entrepreneurs. Come sit with us as we spill the tea on how we still manage to take time for ourselves and make self care a priority. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And of course, share with your friends. Hope you enjoy. All right. Hey, you guys. Uh, Stacy here with Casey, and we are the Self Care Project podcast. Um, we are coming to you guys today. I am, I am on leave today, and I am getting ready to go on a road trip. So, um, it just kind of prompted Casey and I as we're like trying to talk about things that are going on and everything else. That like, how are you preparing for? how are you preparing for things? And this brought up something that I put into practice with my husband and my kids a couple of years ago when our lives were really crazy busy is front loading our week. And so we're going to start with that today. Um, and Casey's here with me. We're going to talk about how she stays prepared with, um, household kids and a deployed husband. So, um, so I, Casey, have you heard of the term front loading your week before? Uh, I feel like, yes, I think probably from you, if I'm being honest, <laughs> the things that we've talked about, um, you know, just because things come up and you can't always for as prepared as we can be, we can't always be prepared for everything. Um, right. but you know, I think when we, when we take the time to, um, maximize that the time that we have in our schedules at the, at the front end of the week, when things start to, and they typically do, especially I think in the military life, um, start to go awry as the week progresses. Um, I think it's important that we have some of these strategies in place, um, because it, it really does help. Um, I, I, I think just too, with like just the mental health aspect of, of when things, you know, when, when, why, when spouses deploy, Murphy shows up. Um, right. And Always. so to the toilet breaks, the tires go flat. Yeah. It just, and so, yeah. It's really hard to get just drugged down into all the things that aren't going right. So I think when we can prioritize and take care of the things that are important to us and front load that week, when things start to, um, maybe go off track a little bit, it just helps with, um, how we're able to deal with that. Right. And I feel like the, the first thing that you have to know, and the first thing you have to understand is like what you're actually doing. Um, you know, my husband has lived by a flight schedule for 20, almost 26 years now. So he would come home and we've actually gone to counseling for it before. Sorry, Jason, put our business out there, but, um, it's because I've required, because I worked I had two kids in sports and school and everything else. They were running all over the place and I had to have a really detailed schedule. I had two kids going in two different directions and it required a really pretty intricate schedule. So if you're a mom who's shuttling more than one kid around, like, or even one kid, I mean, if you're shuttling somebody around beside yourself, it takes some coordination. And so the biggest thing that I started doing was, you know, my husband would come home from work after dealing with a flight schedule all day and a maintenance schedule. And then he didn't want to see another schedule. Right. And mm -hmm. so 
for the first time in years, he was actually home and could help with the girls schedule, you know, when they were older and doing, you know, travel volleyball and stuff like that. But um, one of the things that we started doing, especially when the girls got older, was to sit down on Sunday evenings. We've always been big into meal prepping and stuff like that on Sundays. And we thought, if we're preparing our meals and everything for the week, then why are we not sitting down and talking about what's going on with our week and preparing everybody? Like, why is my daughter getting upset? She didn't understand because she didn't remember or she didn't know that we had this, this, and this going on and that she couldn't do this, right? Or that, hey, you're going to need to find a ride to volleyball practice on Wednesday night because da 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 um, and you know, we all had complex schedules. We all had things going on. And so sitting down as a family and kind of having that Sunday night family meeting made the rest of the week run so much smoother. Not only could I prepare my schedule and prepare any contingency for, you know, overlaps in schedule, if I had to be in a, at a work event or my husband had, you know, duty or, um, anything happened at least we knew where everybody was and if this person needed to call for a ride or that person needed to come up with something different it also helped us plan our meals around that so then that way I knew if we were all going to be out of the house until seven eight o'clock at night that I've got something in the crock pot going or I've got you know we we used to eat at subway once a week or whatever but we had a plan for that so yeah, I think the schedule thing is is really big. And I would say, and just full disclosure, I think that's probably something where me personally, because like we transitioned to homeschooling this last year. Um, and it's the schedule's been a challenge for me. I would say I'm I'm one of those people that I really operate better with um schedules and accountability and all of those kinds of things. And when you are like me and then you become responsible for doing all of that yourself. Um, it's really, I've really had to change a lot about the way our family functions and things like that. But I would say for me, one of the biggest things, um, being a homeschool mom, being a work at home mom, having a spouse that's deployed, being, you know, we're overseas. Um, I think for me, one of the biggest things that I could probably um, encourage anyone listening to this podcast to, um, develop for themselves. And that is a, a, a lot of grace. Um, because you know, it's, if, if you're not somebody who thrives in schedule, if that's something that's really new for you, um, and the thought, like, it sounds so good, like already, like there's so many things you said where I'm like, yes, like <laughs> we need to go over our week. like that way, you know, I mean, we swim dictates our lives right now in a lot of ways, you know, and, but every Tuesday and Thursday morning, even though Spencer's been having a lesson every Tuesday morning, all summer long, every Tuesday morning, it is a fight because he's like, I have my swim license. I don't, why do I need to go do this? You know? Cause that's his yeah. mentality. Six. Like I don't need to, I don't need somebody to tell me I know how to swim type of thing. Um, but just really when things things pop up and they, they don't go exactly like you thought. Or if you're like me and because you don't always know all the intricate details of your schedule, you agree to something. And then you go back and you look at your calendar and like, Oh man, that wasn't exactly like needed to think that went through or pause before responding to somebody. Um, right. <laughs> like, let me, let me, I have, I have been the queen the last two years of let me get into work and look at my calendar. Let me get home and look at my calendar because 
I am the queen of ever scheduling. And while I really do like the structure of a schedule, and for me, that's very calming and therapeutic to kind of like, you know, organize everything. Um, but over organizing and over like squishing too much into your day is just as bad for your mental health as, you know, being all over the place and not knowing where the hell you're going. Um, and yeah. so that, yeah, that, um, you know, and so part of the reason why we did this was because I have an ADHD child and she was, um, she had a hard time with not knowing what was happening. Like she needed advance notice and then being ADD myself, I need advance notice. If somebody tells me that, that this was going on or I forgot an appointment or something like that, it sent me into like a panic. Right. And so it just was not good for, for me to not know what was going on also, or expecting somebody to do something, but they had something on the schedule already. And, um, my husband would put things on the calendar and then we wouldn't talk about them. So I wouldn't look at it until I needed to. And then it was like, all right, we probably need to actually talk about that. I know you already told me, I know you already wrote it on the calendar. However, I'm probably also going to forget about it. So, um, you know, just, just understanding each other's strengths and weaknesses too, and what each other needs. Um, but that kind of brings me into the next thing that I wanted to talk about, which was, um, kind of knowing what, you know, setting some boundaries for yourself because, you know, we end up saying yes to a lot of things that don't really serve us or bring us joy. And, um, I know that there are things that I have said no to in the last 24 hours that probably have hurt somebody's feelings or that has, you know, somebody was shocked that I said no to. And it's just like, there are, for me, having time to decompress and not being in this go, 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 um, doing some of these events and showing up for some of these things are not what I need at this moment. What I need is to be able to sit down and get my, get my stuff together, to get my brain together. What I needed to do was sit down and send my taxes to my accountant. <laughs> and I did, right? Because I was able to say no to something else. And, and I was able to sit down. I was able to get it done. I should have been able to get it done a long time ago, but we don't talk about that. Um, but setting those boundaries, sometimes it's hard to say no, especially if you're, you have FOMO and I have FOMO a lot, but I, there's no, some things I, I did. And I think I do in some levels. Um, and it's not always a good thing. No, it's, it's really not. And so some of those things are so draining on me that it, it doesn't, the, what I think that I'm going to get from, from missing out on something, what I think I'm going to get if I show up is not always worth the, mm -hmm. the draining that it has on me mentally. Um, so knowing that I'm putting myself out there for all these other things throughout the day, whether it be, you know, or this is anybody, whether it be homeschooling your kids, whether it be showing up for your spouse, showing up for your kids, showing up at work, all those things. Like I know that there are certain things that I need in order to be able to show up the way I need to. And, you know, sometimes I show up the way I need to, and sometimes I don't. Um, but making sure that you understand when you're, you, and you have an opportunity to do that. You're not just triggered to say yes to everything on the spot because you've actually sat down and, and front loaded your week and 
you know what's going on. So you know what you have space for. And that also gives you an opportunity to find time to add in some self-care. Does that mean that it allows you, self-care for me is sitting and having a glass of wine and watching Netflix. I'm not gonna lie. That's, that's it. That's what I need at the end of the day. I don't need a bubble bath. I don't need a massage. I don't need any of that. I don't want anybody to touch me. I just want to sit on my couch with my dog who's also touching me and <laughs> just want to watch Netflix. Um, and here's, it, I just sit on the couch for an hour and then I take my sleepy medicine and I go to bed. Um, but I know that I need to think about making sure that I prioritize that time for myself. And, and I think we talked about that last week about, you know, how are you setting up your routine Mm-hmm. and no, and understanding that if I say I'm going to bed at 8.30, that doesn't mean that I'm just walking up the stairs at 8.30. No, that means I am in the bed with the lights out at 8.30. So if I'm going to wash my face and brush my teeth and read my book, then I'm actually walking upstairs at eight o'clock. Yeah. Which means at seven o'clock, I'm doing nothing. And at six o'clock, I'm eating dinner. You know what I mean? Yep. So the, those are, you know, the things that it's like, okay, so if anything happens after six o'clock, unless it's just something super special or something that's really going to serve me or bring me joy, I am probably saying no to it. Yeah. I think yeah. it's important though, like, and, and I like that you said when, you know, you said, oh, I've said no. And it's maybe it's hurt some people's feelings. I think it's really important that we understand that boundaries are not for other people. Boundaries are for ourselves. Um, and generally I feel like a good rule of thumb is if your boundary upsets, upset someone, um, that was a necessary boundary that you needed to set with that person. Right. Um, and it's hard, like, it's really hard, you know, for me, I think where my struggle is, and maybe there's some people that can relate to it, um, is like, you know, one of the reasons it wasn't the primary reason it's become a, it's become a secondary, but a really great reason was you know, I wanted to really take control of our schedule. And I guess it was a primary, one of the primary reasons. Cause when we, before we started homeschooling, we, we were off base and I didn't want to be driving my kids into school every day and then having to maybe pick them up. So we utilize the bus, like, and I was having to get my kids out of bed at five o'clock in the morning to get ready for school. And I realized not only with, with my with stuff going on in the middle school, but I realized that that schedule did not serve our family. And so I didn't want getting my five-year-old up or six-year-old up at um, five o'clock in the morning to then go to school. And then we have after school swim commitments. Like he was falling apart, like, and, and he still does fall apart on a regular basis. Um, Cause his dad is deployed, but like I just, it was this realization of like, that does not serve our family. Like I never thought I'd be a homeschool mom, but I created that flexibility for our family so that when something pops up and I'm, I am way more diligent with myself when things pop up on what, on really assessing, like, do I really want to do that? Where I give myself a little bit more freedom and flexibility to kind of say, yes, maybe when it, when I, when I'm not feeling like it is when it's something that's beneficial for my child, you know? So like it's a sleepover or it's a friend. Like I had, I had dinner plans and I had a friend say, bring the kids over. They could hang out. Okay. Well that totally changed all of my dinner plans because then it meant like I have to drive them in, which meant I wasn't going to be able to take the train, which means where, while I wanted to share a drink with my girlfriend, when I went out, it means that I couldn't have that drink because I was now going to have to get in the car and drive, drive my kids home. Um, so I had to make some of those adjustments to my own schedule, but 
I was okay with that because it meant that my kids were going to be over with a friend, you know, and being able to like have some interaction outside of just interacting with themselves, which they do a lot because we are at home and we live off base. So um, I think too, sometimes for moms, we have to sometimes draw that it, it's, a, it's a different, it's differing in whether we're setting the boundaries for ourselves and then also what boundaries or flexibility we have in those boundaries when it comes, when it comes to our kids. Cause I'm far more likely to like change plans for the last minute or allow things on our schedule last minute. If it's something I feel like that my kids would really enjoy or get to go do, or a friend has invited them to do something. I'm very, I'm right. way more do a quick look on my calendar be like, yeah, we can make that work. No big deal. Um, because that's a, that's a, not a sacrifice, I guess you'd call it, but like, that's something that I'm willing to, to do because of just the situation that, that we are in. But when it comes to myself, my own personal self, my boundaries are much more rigid <laughs> and it really, right. because me being able to provide an opportunity for them to go hang with a friend or go somewhere unexpected, like that does serve me. Like, you know, that, that serves my mama heart in a way that I'm happy to do that. And I want to be able to do that. Um, but I, so I, I set my boundaries and protect my own mental space in different ways. And I'm able, because I feel like I'm able to do that and have those boundaries in place for myself. It allows me to be able to be more flexible giving where they're concerned because like, it's hard. And I don't, I don't. I know what it's like to be a military spouse. I don't have any idea what it's like to be a military kid. Um, and so I, I give more freely where they are concerned when it comes to our schedule. And I'm so incredibly thankful that I have that ability to do that, but it still takes work. You know, William and I have a calendar and I, you know, I think it's important when you said how, you know, putting, putting things on the calendar, isn't necessarily enough. You need to have a conversation about it because I can say, oh, I have this event or I have this meeting and here's a scheduled block time for that. Okay. But I schedule that meeting for what I know I need for the time of that meeting. So we need to talk about like what time I'm going to need to leave the house. How am I going to, how am I going to need, you know, William to step up if I'm not there, like what's dinner going to look like for them and things like that. So that communication part is extremely important. Um, when you're talking about trying to manage, um, schedules and family balance and, all of, all of those things, like, um, and yeah, and just the more you're able to do that, the more we're able to do that, the better, I think just overall, the better week we're going to have, the better productivity you're going to find, you know, and then just making sure you give yourself that grace when things don't go as you had planned. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, and here, so again, it's a perfect segue into um, how do we plan for the unexpected? And that's the thing is when you have space in your schedule and you are protecting your space, your mental space, you have some boundaries up when something unexpected does happen, we're more prepared for that by front loading our week and by having those conversations and by communicating than if we did not. And so, um, but I also think preparing for the unexpected means what are we giving up when something unexpected happens? Are we giving up going home and having a home cooked meal um, because we are going to be out? Are we giving up having some, you know, getting to bed on time? Are we giving up? So how are we adjusting? How are we leaving space? And then how are you preparing for 
um, for those unexpected things. And that may look like having some frozen dinners in the, in the refrigerator or in the freezer so that you can pull something out of the freezer and microwave it and, and be done or stick it on the stove and it's done in 10 minutes. Um, it could look like, you know, knowing that you have, you have other people who can help you take your kids where they need to go. Or if something were to happen and you were to get tied up or your husband gets tied up at work so that you can call phone a friend, right. To help you. And, and knowing that you have those resources that like, Hey, William has duty on, on Wednesday, but the kids have to be at swim practice and I have a meeting or have a client. I mean, that could quickly turn into something unexpected or if he got called in for something, he was supposed to take the kids to swim practice. Now you're supposed to meet with the client. Like, what do you do? You know? So I think also having a contingency plan and having that conversation with your family and saying, all right, I need you to call a friend who's in swim team with you and have them pick you up. Right. Mm -hmm. Or I have a mom who's also taking her kids to swim practice. And so can you swing by and pick my kids up and take them? I'll pick them up when I'm done with my client. Um, but I think having resources like that is really good for, you know, making sure that when things do happen, that you have a plan because stuff, stuff will happen. Murphy will show up. Stuff is going to happen. Somebody's going to have duty. Somebody's going to have to work late. Somebody's going to have, you know, uh, an extra event, or I feel like it always happens right around Christmas. You know, you get into, it starts in Halloween and it goes all the way until after the new year where there's all kinds of events and parties and stuff that you have to show up for. And then it all starts again with the kids at the end of school. So it starts with spring and prom and homecoming and everything else. And I feel like all of these extra things, sometimes if we don't leave space and we don't prepare can kind of turn into a little bit of a nightmare. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think one of the best ways I've done is like, I've always been the person where it's like, Oh, I can do that. And I can do that. And I can fill my schedule, you know? And when you have your schedule filled, because that's what keeps you on track, that's all fine and well, but it really throw, it really makes it difficult to be able to bend and flex when those unexpected things come up. And so allowing yourself, you know, to have space on your calendar, you know, really can, can help with some of that stuff, you know, where you're not just booked, like every second of every day is accounted for, makes it really hard when the unexpected things come up. I mean, goodness gracious, heaven forbid, you know, the car breaks down or something like that. I mean, there's so many unexpected things, you know, and so, you know, one of the things that's worked for us is, you know, just not having to, I mean, we still have a full schedule, but it is not a packed schedule. Um, Right. You know, there's a really big difference in that. So. (laughs) All right. Well, I am going to wrap it up with that. Um, Casey, thank you so much for joining me this morning. I know um, life has been crazy this week for both of us, but um, we will be back next week to talk about something equally as self-caring. All right, you guys take care.